Okay, we can rule out all of Australia. We can rule out all of Africa. <laughs> I mean, unless, it's good. Unless Pretoria has a <laughs> booming nightlife that I'm unaware of. You pay once, once in a lifetime, go to Singapore yeah. to see Taylor Swift. Enjoy your time there. The double Melbourne show seems a bit, that's just gluttony at that point. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the seven sins, mate. <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter, the not-so-serious podcast by Aussie Corporates for Aussie Corporates. This week's episode, two brand new segments. Once again, we've got the game called Guess the Top 5 and Is It Worth It? We'll be going through some things and just figuring out is it worth it, really self-explanatory. But for that, wrap the week, we've got me, Miguel. We have Rowie. G'day, g'day. Kush. Yes, sir. And Sen. Hello, hello. Boys, I've had a great week in person this week, but virtually, on the other hand, I've had an absolute shocker. And not even week, I reckon the last two weeks, I've just copped nothing but L's on Instagram. And honestly, I'm too scared to even check what TikTok thinks about me. Um, let me start on Instagram. We put up a video when we had uh, our friend Neil on the podcast and we did Sydney Pet Peeves. And we talked about the vegan protesters that were at UNSW. I thought it was pretty, pretty casual stuff, nothing too red hot. And I, yeah, I just spoke the truth, if you ask me. <laughs> well, what did you say in that video, Sam? Told them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Told them that they were wasting their time, that they were duplicitous in nature. They got hoodwinked. They got hoodwinked, you know, luring you in to try and get a free cupcake. They show you a video and then the cupcake shit as well. This is the UNSW, this is the UNSW vegan protest. Well, apparently it's just every vegan protester in Australia. Apparently they all share the same script and they're all singing from the same hymn sheet. Mm. And that video went up. And then I swear for the first few days, it was fine. Like there was, it was just pretty by the by comments, nothing really out of the ordinary. Just and then, the casual racism in our comments. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, and then suddenly something took a dark turn one Friday afternoon and one comment came up and it wasn't even a comment. It was just a paragraph, a wall of text, just going absolutely ham about me, about how I'm heartless. You know, how would you feel if you were an animal getting tortured? Like, oh my God, dude, just relax, man. It's just a video. And then I clicked onto the profile of the person who submitted the comment. And it was like their name and in their bio, they had a little plant emoji. Mm, the like, the, ah, the okay. leaf emoji, yeah. This is probably one of those vegan protesters who accosted me back in the day and they're just, you know, trying to tell their side of the story. I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll let it go. Then I slept, had a beautiful sleep, woke up on the Saturday morning <laughs> and I woke up to probably 20 more comments of the same <laughs> ilk. And I swear to God, they were all following the same script. They all had the same you know, language that they use and the same emotive, you know, try and they, they, they all kept saying, um, cognitive dissonance. I don't even know what that means, man. Yeah. I'm not sure how that relates in this context. Maybe we've got to read some of the comments out to analyze it a little bit more. I've got one for you. I've got a couple for you. 41 likes on this one. The cupcakes taste essentially the same without the breast milk and ovulations of tortured animals, but we had brownies this time. You should try them instead. Wait, that's interesting because that those that, that was the type of language that was used. Yeah. It was like it was really like um graphic graphic about what milk is. Correct. You know I mean? And like it's <laughs> yeah, I got another one. Just, okay, fair enough. You'd rather Ovulation. eat a, <laughs> You'd rather eat a cupcake full of pus and secretions from mm. the same animals you just watch get tortured and killed. That's pretty deranged. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, that framing that language it that did something to me. Yeah, it made me angry. Okay, but but obviously that was you in the face of the video. It is harshly emotive, you know? It does generate a picture. It honestly does. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
Well, now I'm looking at the cookie that's got milk in it. And now I'm thinking- and Now it's oozing a bit of yellowish. Yeah, now it's like the pus of the udder, the but teats. I, I feel like there were more, I agree, there was very descriptive language, but I feel yeah. like there was more aggressive comments, like more directed at us or me in particular. I'm trying to find them, but I found you. the cognitive dissonance one. What did it say? Embarrassing. Normie, broy shit talk. No <laughs> one needs to hear the cognitive dissonance is real. You fucking normie, Sen. Calling Sen a normie, broy oh, is- I, I haven't heard that language used in years, dude. I think what triggered them was the fact that you like over-exaggerated, you know, the length of the video that you had to watch. You said it was like a 20 minute video that you watched and then you got a really <laughs> bad cupcake at the end of it. I'm going to level here with everyone, listeners at home. I actually never watched the video, nor did I eat the cupcake. This was Rohit's story that I just retold. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever exaggeration Rohit told me, I probably added a bit more on top of that. I'll, I'll let you know actually what happened because I watched that video because I wanted the free cupcake. I ate the cupcake and I'll be frank, it tasted really bad. Fine, sue me, I didn't like the cupcake. Then the vegan protest at UNSW tried to sell me on the vegan cruise. That I was, remember this. That he was shilling, right? And I was like, look, cruise. brother, I'm not really interested in the cruise, let alone a vegan cruise. Wait, like, no, but he told you there'd be so many girls on the cruise That or was his selling point. He was like, oh, but dude, the girls, they're unbelievable. They're so fit, this and that. And I'm like, dude, first of all, I already have a girlfriend. Second of all, I'm not really interested in the cruise if this is the type of food that you're serving up. What you, what, oh, okay. Right. I was like, vegan cruise, what is this? Like you're on a ship made out of grass? Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Not that, not that cruise. But okay, look, that was the first L that you copped, the vegans. Yeah, just, just to round off the vegans. What I imagine was some vegan saw this video, got really, you know, got really angry about it and probably sent it like a group chat of vegans or like yeah. a, because we had someone come up to us recently and said Yeah, last that, night. Yeah, and said that. The first thing they said is like, oh, I heard you guys got into some controversy. I'm like, shit, I didn't know this. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, with the vegan stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit, because apparently some- one of her friends who is a vegan was talking about some video that was flaming vegans. And then she's like, oh, it was the Critical Banter podcast. <laughs> and then our friend's like, oh yeah, I know those guys. Oh. Yeah, no, that's- So this was definitely circulating in the vegan yeah. groups. And, and they, they stayed all- around because after that vegan TikTok, we did the chocolate tier list. Yeah. And a couple chocolate TikToks, they put, yeah. try this brand, you know, it's vegan, dairy-free, better than all these chocolates. Shut up. You know what? <laughs> Let me talk about a Mars bar. Oh, Fuck <laughs> I reckon this is like, you know how photosynthesis is changed for plants. I reckon this is, this is it for vegans. This is how what? they get off it. This is really, <laughs> this, is, this is their change. You know, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm like, no, I'm not going to apologize to the vegan. So that was the first L. The second L happened this week. Um, so we had our normal Tuesday Oz tag and then we rocked up and we were playing like a full, like rep state team. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're in div six. Give us a break. Far out. Not after a Frisbee Monday as well, <laughs> getting hammered. Another sports team. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then we, we were getting ready to play. And then we saw this guy running to the field and he had a massive tripod on his shoulder. Yeah, he looked like he was like, and, yeah, and a camera on the other shoulder. Yeah. He looks like he was from Channel 9, just like with the gear that <laughs> so he had. He put down the tripod and then he pulls out the camera and it's a proper broadcast quality, something you'd see on Fox Cricket like a 4K camera. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the hell is all this about? And then someone mentioned that this guy goes around every night of the week just to different Oztag associations and just films games the whole night. And that's his whole thing. So like, okay, all right. So he starts filming and then- I'll be honest, I liked it. I felt like we were professional sports people <laughs> in Div 5 Oztag. But this guy was filming all angles. So he had the sideline angle, he had behind the try line, he had everything. It was there was three cool- guys. There was like three blokes with- <laughs> quality cameras nice. filming the, the game, the amateur sport game. And then we're like, all right, whatever. So the game finished, it was a draw, great game. And then we were going and then I, I just asked, I'm like, oh, so like, where did, what does he do with this footage? 
And the guy, one guy's like, oh, he's got a YouTube channel. And he actually puts up the full games. Like he edits it. And it looks like Rose said, it looks professional. They have like a scoreboard and everything. Mm. It looks sick. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And the guy's like, oh yeah. He also then does clips like on Instagram. Like he makes really cool clips of like good plays. Ah, uh, the edits. The edits. Oh, okay. Here and then go. in my head, in my mind, I'm like, Mm. We're gonna see Sen do a little one-two, you know, well, slow motion. Yes, I remember I got absolutely cooked on one of the plays, <laughs> oh, and I was just praying because it was on the far side of the field. I'm like, all right, the camera, the main camera was over there. There's no way he picked it up. <laughs> so then, anyway, so it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was in the office, and then Raj, our good friend, Triple Cheese, the Instagram real merchant, of course. <laughs> Actually, can we talk about that for a second, dude? That guy lives on Instagram Reels. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we have talked about. It. He likes everything. Like his algorithm is. <laughs> Quite literally the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Ro, and any given reel, if it's a bit popular, there's two people guaranteed to have liked it. Raj and his missus. Yeah. <laughs> Every re- like, and it's any reel. <laughs> Funny reels, inspirational reel, <laughs> sports reels. Maybe Raj's feeling a bit romantic. Done. No, the <laughs> range, the range on them. Yeah. Unbelievable. Class. So then he sends something into the group chat, like the Ostag group chat. It's like, oh guys, great news. We made it onto the front page. And he's like, bad news, Sen, it's you getting absolutely cooked. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking here we go. So I opened the video and it's like full in 4K, like slow-mo, like the guy getting past me. And then like the yeah, guy- some had- Travis Scott music in the yeah. background here. <laughs> but then, Bro like- seen the edits, man. Oh. But then this guy um like spliced the video with footage of the same, like the guy who beat me in another game, also doing like a similar move. It was pretty sick. Yeah, it was oh. a good edit. I'm not gonna lie. It was so it was up. like the was compilation edit, of yeah. like number seven. It's his compilation. It's his compilation. Tricks, cool. skills, HD, welcome to Riot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this guy's got like 300 followers and I just saw red. <laughs> so I, I went in, I started reporting all of his videos. Oh. And the one in particular he did about me, I reported that for bullying. Oh. And it's like, who is it bullying? And I'm like, it's bullying me, brother. <laughs> and then the next day he came up with another edit. So someone else in our team, Maddie, shout out Maddie. I know he listens. He said, he also got a video, a highlight, a low light of him. Dude, to be fair, that she had an unbelievable step on her. Yeah. Like she got the ball, yeah. stepped, twisted, and Matt just swung at air. Cause Dude. like I was saying, you gotta grab the tags, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just swung and missed, he scored. Sent Matt the wrong way. Yeah, and, and it looked, that was a that was a better edit, I'll be honest. It was you know what? I'm, I'm, I kind of like this guy, you know? He's got three, three camera peeps around him, 300 followers. He's young and common. Dude, I think it's a great idea. I really like the idea of filming amateur sport to make it look like a high level. But it's here, quite here's interesting. My, here's my thinking about this. Cause like, there's also, there's a bit of beauty in amateur sport when you're like filming, let's say us at Frisbee and we're just getting fucking destroyed and it's trash. Mm. You know, if you film that kind of trashiness, the the ugly side of almost amateur sport, you know? No, but everyone knows the ugly side. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. amateur sport. But have you seen it on Instagram? I don't think I've ever seen that. No one would watch it. Well, to be fair. To be Cause fair. I see it in person every Monday, <laughs> fucking Thursday, Saturday. <laughs> to be fair, this guy posts the full video on YouTube. So you still see it, but yeah. instead of it being in like your iPhone quality footage, it's like on really nice, high def yeah, cameras. Yeah. So the amateur aspect is still there. If you want it. Rose said the funniest thing as well. It's like, oh, if you saw the highlights, like things that he put up, you would have thought that we got absolutely pounded in the game. You would have had no idea. It would have been a draw. The media can paint any narrative it wants. Exactly. Where's our highlights? We had a couple of highlights too. Dude, we had a few good plays. Yeah. Yeah. So of course you come next game with the the camera. (laughs) You just see me running around the sideline. And then like an old Canon camera, maybe get yeah, some 4k nice. edits on yeah. send, send 4k Despacito 2014 mix, bro. <laughs> get that yeah, up. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. That could be a nice idea. Just get a nice edit of send, you know, paint the picture of send that he wants to be painted. Cause he's not happy with the one currently. <laughs> he needs Vegan a bit of haters. Oh, sorry. The third L that we're kind of taking at the moment. This is, is a team L though. This is not just a U. Is this even an L? I don't know. Um, it's an L on society. 
Yeah. I mean, so we put up another video recently about the Carter shutting down. Well, two videos we put back to back. <laughs> yeah. That in itself is pretty funny, dude. We, said, we, went, we went, first video, we went, the most racist club in Sydney gets shut down. Second video, we went, the most racist club in Melbourne. So two stories we told last week. Yeah. Um, and then we just put clips up of it on Instagram and wow, we absolute filth we attract on Instagram and TikTok. I, I wasn't, I didn't even bother checking the comments. I didn't want to see. You're better off for it. Well, TikTok was so bad that TikTok itself had to come in and intervene. <laughs> the anti-bullying policy kicked in. Are you yeah. serious? And then they deleted like a bunch of comments. So it looks a bit more healthy now. But, but there's still a lot of yeah. vitriol. Oh, dude, on Instagram, it's stuff like, oh, maybe if you wore deodorant, they would have let you into the club. <laughs> Shit like that. Like, oh, I can smell you through my screen and blah, 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 if, blah. If I knew, if, it's like, if I knew you, I'd be racist too, blah, blah, blah. Like just yeah, <laughs> out of pocket shit. Like I wouldn't let you losers into my club. <laughs> and then like, like there was like stuff like that. And then there was just straight up like aggression, just really, really aggressive comments. I, I will say though, that on the Instagram, I like our Instagram community. They're very nice people because we get the hate, but then we have the defenders of the hate yes. as well. Cause it's not really, we don't really want to get involved with all this. It's no. just like, not really like something that we do, but other people come and back us, which is really nice. Yeah. They, you know, ratio the original comment, but then people are sending death threats yeah. to these, you know, defenders, which is- Not on, not that's on. absolutely not on. And so, can we just put a message out to the world, please? It's not that deep. Just bro. take it easy. It's an entertainment podcast. Yeah, this, we're not that serious as the you know tagline suggests of our podcast. It's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to a page called The Critical Banter yeah. and then getting pressed. I, love I think there was one comment being like, you just guys aren't critical. Like he, he went off mm. on the critical part, but forgot <laughs> that there's a banter next to it as well. Yeah. How can you possibly watch us raiding, you know, Mars and Snickers and then see a video about us talking about a club and get that angry? I'm like, come on, man. Like, yeah. it's all a joke. How, how are you a common man? You see us talk about the Carter, a club not associated with you. Mm. Club you probably don't even fucking run. Oh, and I reckon, dude, some of these comments might be people associated <laughs> with the Carter. Like, you can't get that emotional about it yeah. without having some sort of connection. Look, with it is it. what it is. People just get pressed, you know? It would be nice to understand where that's coming from. You know, I'm actually really curious. I mean, we all know where it's coming from. No, but like, why do they have to go to such an extent to be that pressed? Like, surely there are other better things to do, you know? You well, think so, but no. But anyways, if you're in the comments, feel free to ratio yeah. the, 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 the haters, racist. they say, the racists. The naysayers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to ratios. Um, we we talked about my story about the Dell, my desktop. I won't go into oh, we get up detail, but okay. we do have not. It's closed. Saga is finished. Dell, Let's go to court. Uh, no, uh, I will not be going with the legal proceedings. <laughs> Dell has definitively stated it's not our problem. Uh, you oh. need to pay a thousand dollars to repair a machine, and even if you do pay the thousand dollars, you never know. There still might be a fault, and you might have to pay extra. So what? What do you mean, thousand dollars for the chance of it being yeah. fixed? <laughs> Pretty what? much, yeah. They gave me five parts out of like eight to fix in the machine because they're like, we think it's one of these five parts. Mm. Pay a thousand and we hope that it will be fixed. So are you a gambling man? It's a lottery. I'm not a gambling man. Okay. Unless I'm forced in Sanctuary Hotel, then perhaps I will have to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have decided to now buy a new machine. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I can make the edits a little bit better. Make Maybe I can make them more efficient. Maybe I can spice mm. up the graphics. A little upgrade, huh? Yeah, a little upgrade for the for the podcast, you know? We're getting racially abused. Well, I will, you know, get a good machine to satisfy those those needs. So, I've bought a new Dell. <laughs> a Dell. So I'm, you went back to them. So not. So you didn't give them one K. You gave them. Uh, we won't talk multi about the multiple, multiples of that. Let's just say. Can I, can I guess how much it costs? You can guess. Three thousand dollars. Higher or lower? 
Look, I, I bought a machine. I is, bought a machine. All right. Is I, this what they call Stockholm syndrome? It is. Maybe, dude. My whole family loves Dell, man. <laughs> like everyone in our family is a Dell machine. Look, but they gave me a good deal. <laughs> right, no, no, no. Did they? No, no, no. Look, the machine. $4,000. The, 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 the machine is exquisite. All right. Honestly, top end stuff. Does it it make your coffee as well? It, maybe with the amount of you know fans running. Power. There, yeah, you never. I don't know what it will create for me. I might get into three D stuff with the critical banter podcast with this kind. You're of putting thing. a lot of pressure on your yeah. on the yeah. edits, <laughs> mate. I might not because I don't have time. But at the, at the same but point, by good deal, how much percent did and they give you off? You reckon? I got around two point five k off that machine. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. it was still like four or five k. Get off the money, man! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you bought a used car. <laughs> used you know, cars are more than that these yeah. days. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, okay. Look, wow. I'm doing it for the. I thought you guys would be like, you know what, Kush? I'm so happy for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy. For, and two point five k off. I got to commend you on the negotiation. Five years warranty. Five years. Warranty. I bumped it up three to five. Because of course but, we know that it broke after three years. Mm, so. But from the sounds of it, it sounds like Dell doesn't even honor the warranty. So, <laughs> well, I will say I bought a better chassis with the machine. So, like I know <laughs> now it does <laughs> sound like a used vehicle. <laughs> because my previous machine had a poor design, and so that was one of the problems why it was cooked. Like it couldn't handle the amount of processing power I was giving it. Yeah. In terms of fans and whatnot, so we've done a little bit more on that in the design space this time. So you All now right, have you a more us calm down. <laughs> More optimal computer. It's a more optimal computer. I was thinking about going the custom route, like getting custom parts, maybe mm. getting someone to build it. What fucking LEDs? Yeah, maybe add a bit of a bit of lights to splice it up. Water cooling know? system. No, don't. Worry, that's still that's in there in the Dell, the new Dell. Got a premium CPU liquid cooling, friends. Uh, <laughs> Dude, all three people that understand what you're talking about will absolutely love this computer. They love it. That so just get prepared. You know, the saga's finished. I unfortunately did not take them to court. <sighs> I I lost the war. I did. I thought I would take them on, you know? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you gave them more money. That's, that's, that's the thing I'm really disappointed about. Cause I wouldn't have mind if it was yeah. Intel or even a MacBook brother. Give, you know, Tim Cook some money. Yeah, but I have returned back to them. I've apologized sheepishly. Yeah, you, you actually apologized to them and said, <laughs> yeah. please give me your top of the line model. I'm willing to donate yeah. 10K to you. Look. <laughs> Let's just see. It'll, the machine will come early next month. So, you know, the, the first edit in March. Prepare to see some exciting stuff. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're playing Guess the Top 5. It's very simple. I've got a number of categories. You must guess the top five. So how we're going to do it is this, right? I'm going to read out the categories. I've got a wheel that you have to spin. That is your section. And however many of those you get is your score for that round. Okay. And there's two rounds each. Let's see how we go. Okay. Where's this wheel? Categories are breakfast foods. The wheel is on my phone. Oh, okay. I thought you needed Can we it. see the wheel? I was just curious. I'm a bit worried now in the post-production. I don't have the machine just yet. <laughs> Alrighty. The categories are on the wheel. Top five breakfast foods. Top five sports sponsorship deals. Top five highest grossing TV shows. Top five most visited cities, top five cities with the best nightlife, top five most drunk countries. How could you possibly quantify the most drunk countries? It's done by- The most alcohol drunk. Consumed. I was yeah. going to say, how can you what's the top five breakfast food? Is this your I mean, top yeah, five? As well. <laughs> is this your personal top five? <laughs> no, this, is, this is a top five of a reputable source on the web. This seems awfully subjective. As in someone has ranked- the best five foods in their opinion. Not the best, the most popular. Right. 
right? Yeah, by what metric, yeah. though? For example, like, let's say... Um, no, you can't <laughs> so yeah, as in no. probably the most sold item is X. Yeah, correct. <laughs> that was a bit racial. No, it's not. That's a good breakfast food. <laughs> it's not breakfast food. I had it for breakfast when I was in the Philippines. Oh, good for you, man. Just globally. <laughs> the breakfast foods is Australian breakfast uh, foods. Okay. Because I was going to say, I would have said like dorsa or something. Yeah. there's a billion of you Indians. No, just do what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't this man just complain about like racial based <laughs> comments? <laughs> So, Sam, you're going to go first. Yeah. And I'm going to spin the wheel. Okay. Okay. The wheel is currently spinning. Sam, oh, this would have been, this should have been a cush one. Oh, oh no, it's moved. All right. <laughs> we have a winner. Sam? Yeah. What are the top five most visited cities? Oh, okay. Easy. 10 oh, seconds. Wait, in Australia or globally? This is globally. Okay. <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>. Kudamundra. <laughs> <laughs> Parramatta. <laughs> All right, so I just got to go five to one or just any order. It doesn't matter. You just got to get how many you get is your points for the round. All right. How many incorrect? How many? How many? You get three incorrect answers. Oh, dude. Okay. okay. London. London is fourth on the list. New York. Not on the list. Bullshit. Hey. That's a lie and you know it. Uh, Paris. Not on the list. Think other continents. Yeah, yeah, yeah I realize. I realize now. Uh, shit. Rohit Harvey. Yeah. So, what is the category specifically? Most visited. Most visited cities, cities in, in the, the world. world. All, right. All right. Singapore. Singapore is number two on the list. The layover city. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think you're on the right track now. Sure. All right. Oh, fuck. Would this be up there? One. What are you thinking, Sam? You can think out loud. It's hard. I was thinking the Chinese, so maybe Hong Kong, Beijing, one of those ones. We'll say Hong Kong. Hong Kong is number one. There you go. I don't think that's true, though. I think it is. Bro, think about, like, let's say you're from, like, I don't know, China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to go to Hong Kong, maybe. All right, fine. Let's go. Look at this billion of them. Yeah, there is. New Delhi. Not on the list. Three out of five, we'll take that. That's pretty good, Sam. What's the other two? Hong Kong, number one. Singapore, number two. Bangkok, number three. That's a shout. London four, and apparently, I'm skeptical of this one. Macau is fine. This list is cooked. <laughs> it's the, the Chinese. Over New York, you reckon? Over Paris. Well, that's what they say. Over Sydney, even. Now, Macau's its own like gambling sort of area. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> it's the Vegas of <laughs> hold, Asia, I guess. Hold yourself, Sam. <laughs> All right, Kush, you're up next. Yeah? All right, yeah. We are spinning the wheel for you. What category are you hoping that comes up? It's not going to be what you say, but yeah, exactly. I, don't, I wouldn't mind breakfast foods, and I wouldn't mind TV shows. It's breakfast foods. Okay, here we go. All right, and this is Australia, though. This is Australian breakfast foods, correct? Yeah, that changes little things. Okay, Australian breakfast foods. Surely a bit of sausage and eggs, or can I just say? All right, is it one item? It's one item. Only one item. Okay, that's easier. Yes, yeah, surely eggs. Eggs yeah, got to be there. Bang. Eggs is number one. Yeah, yeah eggs is number one. Um, Australians do love a bit of sausage, a bit of bacon. They do love a bit of, bit of cereal, you know? Blood pudding. Bit of <laughs> ce- cereal. Can I, can I say cereal? Yeah. Cereal is number two. Yeah, there you oh, go. Wow. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. overthink it. Yeah. Oh, I overthink every game, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, evidently. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say sausage. Sausage number three. Okay. Wow. There we go. If you get number four, this I'm gonna is crazy. I'm going to go bacon. Bacon number five. Pancakes. Uh-uh. Oh, so I get two, two more goes. I was American. I think pancakes would have hit the spot. In Australia. Australia, of course. Breakfast. Think about it. Australian breakfast. I do yeah. love. This is very gettable. A clean sweep is gettable here. Clean sweep, he says. 
I'm thinking about Australian breakfast foods. Like there are suggestions. Maybe you picture a big breakfast. I would say What's you're on, on the right track if you picture a big breakfast. Well, What's on the plate? Does toast? Yeah, I was gonna bread. Does bread? Toast yes. is the bomb. Oh, there it is. There oh, it is. There it is. Well so, done, Cushy. Wow. Five out of five. I only got one wrong as well. That's yeah, we'll take it. We'll take unreal. it. Unreal. That is class. All right. Next up, Migs, you're up here. Sends on three, Cush is on five. So high bar has been set. The wheel is currently being spun. Give him TV shows. Go on. <laughs> nah, he's got one in his wheelhouse potentially as well. Migs, your category is the top five biggest sports sponsorship oh, deals. Easy. He's got- And these are, I think, players or people. Pla- so not like, you know, this team's- this Real team Madrid is sponsored Adidas. by Adidas, yeah. not yeah. that. Correct. Just give me people. Uh, but nah, this is not. It's not easy, bro. bro There's too can, many. I can think of five off the top of my head. By the way, this is all time. Yeah, yeah, easy, man. A couple of them have to be Nike. There could be one dude, and a couple of them have to be. Those, if they're not those lifetime deals, that's insane. It's, LeBron, Nike. LeBron, Nike, one bill, number three. Yeah. <sighs> Jordan have a good deal with, but then he owns it. But I think is this factoring inflation, dude? I've got, <laughs> I've got a million factors to consider. <laughs> You've got to go, Jordan. Do I have to name also the- No, no, just give me the name. I'll give you- Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, Nike, 1.3 bill, number one. Is football, uh, football surely, but then is it Ronaldo? Is it Messi? Is it Beckham, potentially? Do they have lifetime deals? Ronaldo has a lifetime Nike deal. Surely. But Adidas with Beckham as well, that's huge. Surely not bigger than Messi or Ronaldo. Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo, number two, Nike deal, 1 billion. So I have currently Jordan- you where? have MJ at one, yeah. Ronaldo at two, and LeBron at three. You're looking for oh, four wow. and five. Now I'm thinking other Algebra. sports. Yeah, Tiger Woods potentially. But that oh. that sponsorship has ended recently. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And we have Even Federer. We have Federer, but then he went from Nike to Uniqlo. what was it? Uniqlo. Maybe a Djokovic. Djokovic. Are you at this? Djokovic. Djokovic with Lacoste. <laughs> Lacoste. Why are you Lacoste? helping him? Man? No, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Why not? Federer went to Uniqlo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Know. But then he's retired now. But then he's still releasing shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those hats, don't, those hats don't sell for free. Never had a fashion baby. What was Steph Curry's with Under Armour? Under Armour. Under Armour's not a- Clay Thompson a, with Leaning. No way. What, was Austin Reeves on another Chinese basketball shoe brand? Um, I won't drag Tiger Woods. Why not? No. I think baseball, surely. There's a couple of oh. baseball. What's the guy's Montani? name? Shatani. Oh, I don't know who this one is. About- NFL. Federer. Federer with Uniqlo, 300 mil at five. Yeah. So I've got four. Four remaining. Surely you just go Messi at this point. Surely he's got a daddy deal. Steph Curry. Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is number four. One billion dollars with Adidas. And Manu has also got five out of five. Well done. Well done. All right, send a little bit of pressure here from you. You got got one more round (laughs) remaining. The wheel is currently spinning. All right. This I think might be the hardest category potentially. What is it? It's the top five cities with the best nightlife. What the so fuck, this is, bro? I think this is purely subjective. <laughs> of course it's purely subjective. How else could you do this? <laughs> oh my God. Clubs per Sydney. capita. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can rule out all of Australia. We can rule out all of Africa. <laughs> I mean- unless, good. Unless Pretoria has a <laughs> booming nightlife that I'm unaware of. In South America. America maybe could be up oh. there. The favelas can get- But that. just think about if someone is making their list of top five nightlifes. Yeah. I think they're going also for like stereotypical- Surely somewhere in like- Really yeah. popular places. Yeah. Oh, there are so many. Uh, yeah, but let's look at America. Would New York be up there? City that never sleeps, the Big Apple. Or Vegas. Oh, but different kinds of nightlife, you know? Did this? <laughs> 
stupid. We look to the game master. <laughs> yeah, you just think about. Oh, look, I didn't make this list. We'll yeah. go Amsterdam. No Amsterdam. Right. Go New York. New York okay. is number three on number the list. Three. I'll take Kush's help on it. Maybe let's go Vegas. Bow, bow. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. So you got to be careful. Wow. Um, no more America. Asia. Throw him a bone, bro. Throw him. Yeah, give him a bone, dude. This is hard. Throw him a bone. Bit of Europe. Bit of South America. Yeah. Oh, nah, you were onto that. Uh, there you go. You were onto that. Rio. I don't know. Is that known to be a party place? I would go to Europe first, yeah, okay. potentially. Oh, there's got to be like Greece in there, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll go Mykonos. That's all right. What is it? Number one, Ibiza. Ah. Oh, oh, Number course. two, Berlin. Oh, That's yes, another one. Yes, yes. Number four was Sao Paulo. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have gone there. I would have gone Rio. Correct. And number five was London, apparently. That's a lie. <laughs> London, oh, London lie. It's, I mean, don't get much better than Sydney. It's but good, it's... but would I put it top five no, exactly. nightlife uh, the only in the night world? Life you're getting is a little. <laughs> <laughs> getting chefed. <laughs> All right, we'll send out of this game yeah. now. So it really goes head to head with Kush. Oh, Give I him like the TV it. Show on. Give it to him. I spun the wheel, yeah. and you got drunkest countries. Which means that Mix has got TV shows. Oh, no. Drunkest countries. I reckon we can do this. Is this another subjective one? <laughs> no, we can't do this. Kush has to do it. You should. I'm helping everyone in this Oh, one. fair enough. Okay, Kush, yeah. top five most drunk countries done by alcohol consumed per capita or per okay, person. Alcohol consumed. Per year. Okay. Per capita. Per year, sorry. Per, per person per year. I'm thinking the Irish. Surely you uh, yeah, I was going to say Irish or even. Say countries or cities. Countries. Oh. Or even us. Australian. Do you reckon? Yeah, Australia? I reckon we're pretty big. <sighs> should I go? Should I go? Michael, Michael Island first. Bam, bam. All right, all right. I would say off the top of my head, Australia, England, maybe England definitely. Would maybe be UAE, <laughs> Saudi Arabia, uh, uh, Kenya, Oman. The Gulf countries really love their beer. Germany, yeah. they love their beer over there. So yeah, Germany, Australia. Fest, yeah, ah, it's one day a year, mate. Uh, so can I give hints here? Yeah, sure. Think. Maybe lesser known countries. The- <laughs> per capita, mate. Got to remember that. Per right. capita. You're on your own here, Kush. Shit. Okay. I know the Koreans are big drinkers. They got a pretty big drinking problem over there. Japan. But I would, I would, I'm just giving you. Um, I'm just going to go Japan. I got no clue. Lesser known countries, he says. <sighs> Give them, throw them some continents. Some continents. There you go, Europe. You know geography ain't my strong suit. Think in Europe. Okay. I'll go, we'll go Russia. Russia is number four. Is there any metrics? Yeah, 4.16 gallons per person. That's crazy. What per person? That's actually insane. In a year. In a year. Do the, do the Danish know? They're like a bit of pastry, don't they? Yeah, they're not drinkers. Mm. Think close to your Finish. Well, like an apple Danish, bro. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> think close to Russia. Think close to Russia. Because you're so close to winning think the game. Think close to Russia. I can only think Ukraine close to Russia. Ukraine? Ukraine is five. <laughs> 4.12 gallons per person. All right. This is insane. So now you got the top three. I'll be honest, top first one, you're never going to get. So forget about that. What has he gone? He's got in Russia and Ukraine, which is four and five. Mm. Second, uh, second is definitely gettable. Third is gettable if you think about and it. Just to put the pressure off. What's my category? Uh, TV shows. TV top shows. five highest grossing TV shows. I reckon you could get like two or three. You know two or three for them, for sure. I reckon you need to get one more to make this again. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. Next to Russia. America. Surely some American out Still there. think Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Italy? Bam, yeah, bam. It wasn't be Italy. What is it? Number one was Moldova with 4.8 gallons per Because it's a small country, probably. Number two, you could have got this. Czech Republic. 
with 4.35 oh, I'm not gallons. throwing in Czech yeah, Republic. I'm not in Czech Republic. Number three, Hungary, with 4.3. Nah, that was a tough one. Yeah. That was a tough one. All right, Mix. Top five. Highest grossing highest TV gross- shows. What con- work? How, how does a TV it? show grow? Exactly. How does that work? Think about the ad on TV ad revenue, the stream, even though the streaming revenues are half. So I'm going to go off what I've heard the actors and actresses getting paid. I feel like that's a good go. metric. That's a big one. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory is number four. Yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones. What? No way. Oh, because HBO doesn't have ads. Yeah, no way. So it was the most watched, but it wasn't the highest gross. Oh, yeah, not a bad yeah, show. That's actually, yeah, infla- that's pretty good. Inflation. No, yeah, but think about how cool. much they got paid per episode. Oh, man. I know one of the answers, I think. Good for you, man. I wish I did. <laughs> Friends. Correct. Yeah, Number two. Really do. For the win, Mix. There's one more, one more big sitcom there. Yeah. You can, you can. How I Met Your Mother. Sitcom. What have I said? Friends. Big Bang Theory. Yes. Era. I'll say it's one that you've seen. So I'm going to throw up. There's. Seinfeld's coming to mind, mm. right? It's a good one. Simpsons, but I don't know if that is going to count in this sort of thirty-five seasons genre. Still up and running. Uh, I probably wouldn't put Simpsons. Yeah. U.S. The Office, maybe. Yeah, The Office is. Yeah, it's a very big one. Then U.K. U.S. I don't know what else is there. Modern Family. It's another could one. Be, could be. I know. Um, Charlie Sheen was getting paid like two million dollars per. Episode I remember that as well. Men. Two and a half men. I remember the even the kid got paid big. <laughs> The Big half, dollars. The half man, yeah, the half man, dude. <laughs> Falling out. You want a fucking a two-man salary, dude. I'm going to go oh. The Simpsons. The Simpsons is number one. Oh, oh. well done. Was dude. Seinfeld on the list? No, Seinfeld, Seinfeld was not on the list. Yeah. Dude, I Two and a half men? It was no. Modern, family Modern Family at three and Cheers at five. Dude, that show's like from the 70s. Yeah, Cheers is so old. Yeah, but like once you go down that route, like Simpsons has been running for 35. That's exactly what got dude, me. Dude, I swear been- Seinfeld makes like 20, 30 million a year just from the residuals of Seinfeld. So I thought, you surely thought, that's up there. You thought wrong. But that's yeah, like yeah, grossing yeah. shows, right? But that's him. Yeah, He's making the money. Yeah, true, true. Congratulations, Migs. Well, well, that was done. a tense affair for once. Wow. That was pretty tense. Got a new segment this week called, Is It Worth It? Uh, something I heard during the week that just really spun my mind out. I'm like, shit, am I not valuing my money? Are people not valuing their money? Like what's what's going on here? So we're going to run through a few things. I'm going to go through, is it worth it, essentially? So the first one is someone I know. And as we all know, Taylor Swift is currently in the country. Um, Swift fever is running rampant through the streets. Cringe. Um, hey, that's your words, not mine. It is um, my words. And so, uh, so this person was saying that they didn't get tickets for Sydney. They got tickets for Melbourne. Oh, well, yeah, that's fair. But she got tickets for two Melbourne shows, the Saturday and the Sunday. Mm. So she's flying down to Melbourne. She's going to watch two shows. And I'm like, okay, that's fair enough. You like Taylor Swift. You couldn't get Sydney. You're going to go watch it twice in Melbourne. Is that fair enough? That seems we'll get to strange. That. I, honestly, at that point, yes. I said, you know what? I get it. Fine. Whatever. Um, it is tell, what it is. Tell the whole tale and we'll- uh, okay. And then she said, oh, yeah. And then next week, I'm going to Singapore. To watch Taylor Swift again. <laughs> and this time I bought the $1,800 tickets to watch Taylor Swift for the third time in two weeks. I, th- I didn't realize that it was $1,800 a tick. Apparently they're really expensive. Like some sort of VIP or something. $1,800. And that's when I said, no, I disagree. It is not worth it anymore. So what do you think this person's total outlay is, right? That she's, they're based in Sydney. 
Yes. They've got to get flights to Melbourne. Yes. Two, two shows. So probably you want to say three days maybe. Yes. Two nights accommodation. And then two think, shows. And I think maybe they bought maybe the cheaper tickets for Melbourne. So maybe two, three hundred dollars a piece. So that's just Melbourne. That's just Melbourne. And then your flights <laughs> to Singapore. Got to Singapore. <laughs> where probably a lot of people are going right now. So, you know. Yes. Because she's only doing one show in, I don't know why I know this, but she's only doing one or like one, only a few shows in Asia. And one of them is in Singapore. So the neighboring Asian countries so like Malaysia, are flying Indonesia. into Singapore. So oh. the price, the demand is high for accommodation. So costs yeah. through the roof. 1800 you know what? I'm not doing the maths, but that's a lot of thousands in my that's eyes. That's at least minimum outlay, I reckon 5K. I, I think this is worth it because you're mimicking how Taylor Swift is a climate change guzzler, you know? Mm. <laughs> Off you go, take flights. Please, yeah? your carbon footprint. Are you going to you know, select the offset your carbon footprint for $5 on that flight? No uh, way. Five grand total, you might as well. And then she turned it on me. It's like, would you pay $5,000 for something you really liked? Oh, well, we, we talked about this then. Remember, like you paid a crazy amount of money for your Anfield experience, yeah. you know? And that would have been a couple of thousand dollars. It was it was 900. <laughs> no jokes. It was like over a thousand. But the reason is getting tickets, and Manu will agree with me here, getting tickets for like a Premier League game at a big club. So your Arsenal's, your Liverpool's, your Man United's. Getting a normal ticket is almost impossible. You have to have like a season ticket. Holder, or you have to know someone who has a season ticket. So the only way to get it is to pay at the wazoo and get like a hospitality ticket. But what I will know, what I will say is, <laughs> if if this person came up and was like, I really want to see Taylor Swift, you know, one of the only ways I could get a ticket was Singapore had to buy a VIP. I'll be like, yeah, fair play. Like you have to do that. You really want to see Taylor Swift. Whatever money it costs you, that's up to you. But then you're watching two Melbourne shows on top of that. Oh, Sen's not buying three consecutive weeks of VIP Liverpool tickets. Correct. Once in a lifetime. Would you? What? If I had the funds, I would absolutely, but Mm. I don't. I don't don't see this as like a a bad, like this whole thing of, is it worth it? To her, it probably absolutely is worth it. Think about everything. (laughs) Everything to someone is worth it. (laughs) Yeah, but like, if I'm like, I have seen Oppenheimer three times in the cinema. That was worth it for me. Mm. You know, you're comparing twenty dollars a ticket versus they're actually thirty dollars. They're kind of expensive. Ooh, all right, then maybe it's not. Worth- <laughs> I think Taylor Swift. I think you're right. Actually, I'm on Manu's side now. You pay once, once in a lifetime. Go to Singapore yeah. to see Taylor Swift. Enjoy your time there. The double Melbourne shows seems a bit. That's just gluttony at that point. It's one of the seven sins, mate. Because what about the poor people who couldn't get tickets for Melbourne, for example? I don't care about those guys. Yeah. As soon as you lose, you got to be in the line fastest. Dude, like- it's a doggy dog world. You got to get that ticket and call it a day. I, I think you're right. I think it's the double Melbourne show that's getting it's me. It's the fucking gluttony. The There's greed. no better word. The greed and gluttony to get two back-to-back shows, then VIP in Singapore. Because make a trip out of Singapore as well. Yeah. Like you go to the show, make a trip out of it, but then back-to-back in a Mel. Well, is the show different? No, right? Yeah. So apparently, I, so I asked, why oh. are you going three times? And- so for the most part, like 95% of the set list is the same, but every concert, she does two mystery songs. Okay. Ooh, wow. okay. Now we're and then also up. the side of the show says hi in your local language as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. She does a joke in your language. You yeah, know, local Duolingo with the show. Not so bad. Singapore's national language is English. Mm. <laughs> Australia's national language is English. Oh, you might get a good day here, you know? You never know. Wow. That's I'm sure AI up. can do that for you as well. So yeah, let's <laughs> twist the question. Liverpool, exact for example, you probably are watching three games though. But you'll I will watch I w- a VIP experience, and then you'll probably like off to an away game, let's say in London, and then Manchester or something. But I don't think I would spend that much, like back to back to back. Like maybe if I went in a few years' time, I would. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't do it in like, the span of a week. Yeah, 
Now, now I'm changing my tune because now that I think about it, if, if I'm in town, Manchester United is coming in town three times. Yeah. I'm not, I'm the not whole watching. idea is you're not in town. You're yeah. flying oh, no, to fine. town. They're coming here. No, no, but this- fine, they, go to, they play in- um, the same thing play in Melbourne. In, I went to Melbourne. Okay, well then there you go. Yeah, people are willing to travel for what they want. Yeah, I think it's- Dude, like, I'm changing no, my tune no, now. No, 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 but hold on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's like if they came to Sydney and Melbourne and then you watched them in Sydney and then Melbourne and then you went to go watch them in Singapore as well. Yeah, or you went to watch them in New Zealand or something. Yeah, the I mean? crux of the issue is you can, yeah, go, no. you can go, What you can absolutely go travel to watch them, but why, if you've already seen them, why are you going to go to another country? And, and low key, them? football is different because the game is different. The game is different. You know, game it's is not different. the same songs like, for three hours nonstop and you get whatever, like a, you know, Hola. <laughs> uh, that seems a bit. Well, that is true. Right. When they came to Melbourne, they obviously did Australia slash Asia tour. I didn't consider going to watch the games that I think were in Singapore and Brisbane or whatever. So I'm changing my tune every- I, I think it's also kind of funny that she asked you like, would you do this? And it's almost <laughs> like she wanted to justify for herself. Needs that, validation. Yeah. Yeah. Of to her. be fair, I attacked her for about 10 minutes okay. and then she, she was getting defensive <laughs> and then she swung back at me. <laughs> right, enough about Manchester United traveling Back to the question, Taylor Swift tickets, are they worth it? Yes, I think one Taylor Swift ticket is worth it. Whether it's the bleachers for the $200 or the VIP tickets. Even the VIP tickets are worth it? I think it's worth it just because, you know, this is like one of the greatest tours ever. But what about multiple tickets? I've seen heaps of people go in multiple places. I don't understand multiple tickets. If you're watching the same show, I don't understand it. Yeah. One ticket for me is worth it. Uh, Two is greed. So you would say multiple tickets are only worth if the show itself is inherently different. Maybe like 50% of it is different or maybe even 20% of it is different. Yeah, but how can it be? If she's doing an era store, I guess she just plays the worst songs from her album. Right? <laughs> that's, like, that's a good a idea outrageous. for a concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't play the popular ones. <laughs> yeah. Right, enough about Taylor Swift. Um, other things that I've seen in the corporate life that I see people buy or have and I'm just like, is it worth it? Uh, next is Barry's Bootcamp Membership. Just quickly, as Barry's Bootcamp for those who are uninitiated, it's a corporate yuppie place. Like it's a, it's just like a normal gym, but for some reason it's really dark and they got red neon lights and it's they yell at you. Mm. It's like a club, and there's a lot of like treadmills and bikes and they. You, it's fitness class. It's fitness, but like you go, really- you go there for an hour. There's an instructor who yells at you. Um, Wait, sorry, they actually yell at you. Like, is this not a joke? What's the name? Barry's. Bootcamp. Oh, Bootcamp. I see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Barry, yeah, Bill Hader's uh, infamous show. <laughs> Barry, <laughs> they go in, they try and motivate you, they yell at you, whatever. The, then half of it, you're on a treadmill. Half of it, there are free weights. So it's a bit. As Sen said, it's dark and red. There's music blaring. And how much do you pay for this, Sunny? So if one class is thirty-seven dollars, or you can pay four hundred and fifteen dollars for a multiple class pass. I don't get fitness classes. Period. Paying mm. for Barry's. Pilates, etc., because they're Why? not they're not cheap. Yeah, dude, they're like thirty dollars a class or whatever. And then can you put a price on your health? Yeah, yeah, it's called a ten dollar <laughs> membership at Anytime Fitness. I can go <laughs> unlimited times, and I'm not just there for an hour with a bit of equipment that I can get anywhere else. Or you can just join a run club for free. I've changed my tune on classes. Okay, I used to be where you sat, Manu. Around, it's so expensive. You know, it's not worth it. But I think I did a boxing class recently and like that was, I was paying out of the wazoo, but that was really fun. And I also don't like the gym just generally. Like I feel like it's a very solo activity. Yeah. You're just in and out by it's yourself. you versus yourself, man. That's the, dare I suggest, I the found- most primal version of bettering yourself. <laughs> I you agree. Demons. But I, it felt better when I would go in a class because it also made me accountable. The fact that I'm paying $40 for that class meant I was showing up. That sounds like you got poor financial 
you know, responsibilities Literacy. and yeah, like and poor um, self. What is it? Determination. Self determination. No. <laughs> Not determination. What's <laughs> the word? Wait, discipline. Wait, discipline. Discipline. <laughs> discipline. It's a discipline. Yeah. But yeah, okay, maybe that's the case. <laughs> but I'm saying if you're paying whatever for the class four hundred and fifteen dollars yeah. for the ten week class, you better believe I'm showing up every time, and I'm probably better for it. Whereas the ten dollar membership at Anytime Fitness, ah, what's ten dollars? You know, is that a week or per month? Uh, I wish per month. It's weekly. Okay. There are thereabouts. And so this one is 415 over three months? 16 classes you get. So about two and a half weeks. I also oh. think Anytime Fitness is more expensive than that. I pay 90 bucks. Well, it doesn't fit the narrative, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carry on. Wait, am I the only person that thinks it's worth it? I, no. I just don't think it's worth it. No. Not a chance in the world. Like Pilates, right? Let's say Pilates. That's a big one these days. You you can't really do reformer Pilates without a class. Uh, yeah. You okay. have to go to the class. But Barry's, for example, if it's just like treadmill, just buy a bike and ride a bike around. Yeah, that it's it's those sort of things. Like reform Pilates, I could see the, yeah, I could see the argument that you need the specialist equipment, the equipment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you fair instructor. enough. You, 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 like, not really, you don't, the instructor's the worst part of all of this. But maybe you can Google this shit. Yeah. You can on, get a YouTube, you on get YouTube, on YouTube. Yeah. Like it's not that. But you said the instructor goes like ham, right? So maybe people are paying. Then turn off your volume on YouTube. You'll get <laughs> yelled at. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe people like getting their self-worth oh, destroyed nah. by this guy called Barry. Or just, pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> or just watch channel 10 at 5.30 in the morning, get aerobics Australia and you can just follow <laughs> <laughs> but it's the ones like that Barry's and like F45 and like I, all this shit where you can just do yourself. And I, I just don't get the people who go to it during work, like during their life, like go before and after I get it, but going during work. During your lunch break? Yeah. Why are you going to the gym it. during your lunch break? Tell us that experience. They, they had a gym at the office. That was lovely, man. Oh, so it's within your building, right? Yeah, within my building, go down to the ground level. Work was a bit light, had my lunch break. I'm like, you know what? I'll treat myself to the to the gym rather than, Pay thirty bucks for a lunch nah, around the there's corner. There's no issues like going to yeah, yeah, the yeah. gym like during work, dude. I, if anything, that's class. Yeah, you, during your lunch paid. break. Why don't you like it during the lunch break? I don't know. There's some sort of sense of entitlement. <laughs> Sorry, no, not entitlement. Uh, they come elitism back, yeah, from them. They come back thinking. I think the morning workout maybe they come back thinking they're better than you. But no, I don't mind it because I don't see it happening. You know mm. what I mean? It, whether it happens they, or not is not. Are they in your face about? Yeah, it? they're announcing it for sure. Sorry, guys, just send the barriers. Yeah, we'll be back yeah, in an yeah. hour. <laughs> Look, I don't have a problem with that. Coming back to the question, is it worth it? I think yes, if you're maybe undisciplined and need the community around you. Dude, it's a resounding no. Are you, you can kidding? say anything about anything. Like run clubs, yeah, it's free. But like, why can't you run by yourself? Because it's more fun to do in a group. But it's also free. That is a really good point. <laughs> the financial part of it. Devil's yeah. advocate, football. Yeah. We pay $500, 400-ish. No, but that's For a season though. of football. Yeah, why not just kick around with your mates and organize a little fun game? Because <laughs> it's a, for free. No, that's devil's advocate, right? Because it's a competition, you muppets. You're paying for ground yeah. hire. You're paying for referees. You're paying for like the, the club, the clubhouse. <laughs> Good point. You're paying for uniforms. Sorry, jerseys, uniform, bloody hell. Yeah, but you, that's the same thing. For Barry's, you're paying for the expertise of the instructor. You're paying for the equipment. You're paying for the rental of the place. Like. There's a lot, you can but pay for anything really. Yeah, but like Manu said, you can get that stuff for free on you YouTube. It's not like you can get a referee to come do it on YouTube. Like what? Yeah, I get Kush come referee, but they do it in Frisbee apparently. No need for a referee. <laughs> All right, what are we saying? Barry's or ex similar clubs, are they worth it? Yes or no? Manu. Not worth it for me. I think worth it. Similarly, Iron Williams, boots, men's and women's, $650. <laughs> 
$650 for boots, bro. They better be What the- would my answer be? I fucking wonder. No way. They better be the subway surfer boots that I can fucking fly up, you know? There's no 650 Look, I know some people say pay for quality, you know? Pay for the longevity of a product. Let's just keep in mind, this is coming from a man who paid $10,000 for a computer. <laughs> so let's just put that on the table. Yeah. Which I can understand to an extent, okay? You mm. do pay for the quality of goods. Mm. But six fifty for footwear, mm. I'm not so sure. Like, yeah, because like a cheap pair of boots is probably what, hundred ish. Twenty from Kmart. Yeah, twenty. Let's let's say hundred, right? If you pair for a premium brand, let's double or triple that, three hundred, right? Let's say, yeah, six hundred. <laughs> Does please. anyone here think it's worth it? Senny wears Aaron Williams. I saw him wear it yesterday. Senny, go it's on then. So worth it, dude. <laughs> Did you get a lifetime warranty with them? They'll do any kind of repairs, polishing, <laughs> replace the sole, all for free. Bullshit. Yes. Actual? That's why you're paying that price. When, when was the last time you went to a cobbler? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, fair. granted, I didn't buy mine full price. I got them for 400. That's pretty good. Even then, absolutely. I would happily pay 650. Dude, you're paying, like Kush said, you're paying for quality. These are handcrafted boots, dude. You're paying for the brand name to look like everyone else I'm in the corporate. I'm supporting Australian businesses, all right? <laughs> I, I thought they outsourced now. Yeah, they, no, 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 they're still all made in Australia. Weren't they about to go out of business? They flying? got bought out by an overseas company. Oh, okay. well, yeah. All manufacturing yeah, and sales and support yeah, is in yeah. Australia. That's what the sales rep told you, Sam. It's not true. <laughs> yeah. I guess what in- makes it so different? Take away the warranty. What Dude. makes it different from the other premium? Describe the leather to leather me, my boots. friend. Let me start before even the leather. The actual <laughs> purchasing experience was wonderful. I went to the store. The guy sat me down. He yeah. measured my feet. He brought you around the back. As a good shoe salesman should do anyway. I do that athletes for it. Yeah. Nah, man. Yeah. But there's like- oh, I you, did, you, did he make you walk on a little mat and yeah, analyze your gait? Okay, not the gait, but like there's different like uh, mats that they use to see what size your foot is. <laughs> They let you try on different ones. It's beautiful. Okay. I got that same experience from Rebel Sport as well. <laughs> no, you didn't. Don't lie. <laughs> and no, the leather is solid. It's quality leather. Like I've worn mine for two years now, three days a week, and they look still brand new. People wear people buy multiple pairs of Iron Wing boots. So um, I, I think there is something to it. But my thing is like, I really believe that because you've paid that much money, you just feel the need to say that it's worth it. It's copium, bro. It's cope. Dude, you said you can buy $20 boots from Kmart. They wouldn't last you a month. I'm, I'm going to break down. No way am I- 20 <laughs> of them. Like, no problem. Yeah, 20 <laughs> of them. That's 400. You might as well just buy a pair of RMs. No way point. am I batting for $20 Kmart boots, no. but I'm yeah. sure there are other stores- to 200, that range- I think is a very reasonable price to pay for boots, even two fifty, maybe. But you're also paying for the prestige, like that's, that's exactly the problem. The and in the corporate world, it's not about you know knowledge; it's about power and it's showing about, off. It's about you, yeah. looking like everyone else. That's why so I've always fit seen Sen at the office. You know, whenever he's sitting, you've never seen his in the feet office, are bro. on the desk, bro. <laughs> boots up. Mm. <laughs> Thing is, everyone else also has their boots up on the desk. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, that's the bloody slogan for our is, mate. Boots up. <laughs> I have to respectfully think that it's not worth it. Again, granted, I've never actually even tried on a pair. So let's put that on the table. But devil's advocate, Manu, mate, football boots, they're costing you a pretty penny too. I'm not saying they're worth it. I'm not, I'm not out here batting that it's all worth it. This is my own personal pleasures. <laughs> okay, so that's a vice that you have. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not waffling on about the warranty and the fucking craftsmanship. Dude, the lifetime warranty you have to admit that is, is unbelievable. You can do that with Nike shoes, you know that, right? Yeah, but you have to pay for them. Nike no, don't have lifetime you don't. Warranty. You don't. If they break, try this actually. If they break, you can bring them back to the store and be like, it's not functional. They 
replace or something. Do I have to cite the bylaws or something to them? (laughs) Are they aware of this? It's a big thing in the sneakerhead industry because like if sneakers die on you, a lot of people return them back to Nike. I don't buy this one bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that sounds cap, bro. Lifetime warranty there for Iron. It is. It's not a fucking fridge, bro. <laughs> well, it sounds like it is. Wait, with what do you mean warranty? lifetime warranty? So you're saying if you wear it for 20 years, you can go back to them and say, hey, can I get another pair? <laughs> sounds like they won't be in business in 20 yeah. years. That mate. sounds like not like the case. Going off of me, because I, I completely agree. I don't think it's worth it. I can't justify paying $650. Send 400 though, pretty good deal. I'm aware of the you know $200 off, $2,000 off. So good deal. <laughs> Another thing I've seen often is Frank Green bottles. $60 for a Frank Green bottle. Oh, dude. If that bottle doesn't have a water gun, why the fuck am I paying $60 for a water bottle? Bro, it just holds water. (laughs) Hang on. No, no. No, dude. It's just a mechanism that holds water. In what way- Is that better than a normal water it bottle? It can hold tea, it can hold soda, it can hold coffee. Oh, wow, liquids. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It holds water. It keeps it cool as well. Oh, Let's not forget about that. Wow. It retains temperature either if it's really hot or really cold. Didn't you? You're the one going about your water cooling system for your computer. Yeah. I, Dude, you can get like- I agree. This bad boy, all right, is from Coles. Mm. I don't know what this company is. It doesn't have a name. Oh, no, it does. Systema. Oh, Systema. Big big up Systema. It's like 15 bucks. It keeps it cool. It retains the temperature. It holds my liquids. I bought a water bottle (laughs) for $40. Voila. Is that out of the... Is that worth it? I'm not paying anything more than $20 for a water bottle, dude. And $20 is expensive for a water bottle to me as well. Unless Frank... Green shakes my hand and gives me a signature for this water bottle or sells me something else, then I will happily pay for it. But tell me, is there anyone who would pay $60 for a water bottle? Is Frank Green John Green and Frank Green? No relation okay, whatsoever. Right. The guy who wrote The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, the bloke, the science guy on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the science guy as well. Sports <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah, no okay. relation. Okay, so Frank Green, different bloke. But why do they get so popular? I think the the volume, I don't know. I think it's the volume of water and the colors. I think the colorways really make a difference in water bottles these uh, days. It's the aesthetic you're going like after. pastel and like you're holding in this and that. I, I have to maybe agree with Kush. $60 for a water bottle might be too much, but I use my water bottle every day, multiple times a day. I drop that water bottle. It doesn't dent because it's high quality metal. Okay. I think Frank Green materials is yeah. great. There's also a TikTok that I saw Cause like, you know, the Stanley cup was like a massive thing and it, it blew up because someone or whatever, someone apparently put it in a car that was on fire and it like, it retained its shape and whatever. They did a test. You know this? They did Mythbusters on it, bro. <laughs> they the did. Hell? They actually did. It went viral. Yeah. Well, no, the original video was, was a, uh, it was like a marketing ploy, but they played it off as an accident where like they basically blew up a car or burnt it to the ground. And they were like, oh, my car looks like this, but look at my Stanley Cup water bottle. It's still like- Wasn't the water still cold inside or something? Water still cold inside, right? Even after the fire. Even after the fire. This is like a marketing gimmick. But anyways, that blew up, right? Yeah. Then on TikTok I saw the other day, they did like a an actual test where they basically like put 12 or something, 20 ice cubes yeah. in each of these different brands of water bottles. And then they did the burning thing and see how many ice cubes were left. Yeah. Frank Green was number one. Mm. Better than the Stanley Cup, better than all the other ones. So I would say that the Frank Green construction and quality is up there. Look, I can, I'll give you that because this system, I have dropped it. There is a little dent at the top, all right? Oh, dent's there, there, there is a little dent, what, all right? I'll, I'll, I'll say that, all right? Maybe a Frank Green doesn't dent, but I don't know. If we're talking like actual, um, you know, use to dollar ratio, what's $60? 
when you're going to use it for two years and you you know, every sip is- Enjoy a cold sip, guaranteed. I mean, if we want to play that game, Aaron Williams. Sure. <laughs> How many steps are you taking? Sure, sure, sure. Also, sure. we're talking about material and quality of make. You know, it goes both ways. But in saying all this, I, I bought a new water bottle. Let me, and that was expensive. This is the most expensive water bottle I've ever bought. Okay. So I'll have some reviews on it. At this point in time, I think $60, despite saying that is too much. I'm sure you can pay $20. And instead of, you know, there being only 15 ice cubes left, maybe there's only 13, but really what's two ice cubes? I've never had to, just aside, I've never had to buy a water bottle. Do you just I've, reuse plastic ones? No, but I've always somehow just gotten free ones freebies, somewhere. Oh, right. From like work or an event or something. weeks. Exactly. I have so many free, like insulating water bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a free Frank Green cup from somewhere. Oh, great. That's pretty good. How's the Frank Green cup? Unused. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for true. water bottles is against my ethos is what I'm that saying. That is true, actually. You get free water bottles. I they love to give a free water bottle at like a corporate event or something. Yeah. Be, yeah, that's Answer one question yeah, at a quiz. Yeah. Water bottle. I um I was on LinkedIn and I got yeah. an ad for a company called like uh, Okta or something. And they were like, just answer this question and we're going to give you like a little pack. And in the pack was like a soccer ball and a water bottle. And so I gave them my details because I wanted the free water bottle. And then the only other water bottle I have was my previous work. But now I'm bringing other work water bottles to my current workplace <laughs> and it's just not a good look. Is so this one that you often leave here in the studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The log me in bottle. The log the, me in bottle. But like, great. this is the thing, like there, you can get it for free almost everywhere, yeah. anywhere. So paying $60 for a water bottle, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm with Kush. I, I don't, I don't see the value in it. I'm going to have to say, no, it's not worth it. All right. Next up we have Patagonia Vests. They go for $330. So if we have a tier list, if we were to tier list, you know, corporate jackets, your Katmandus, your map packs, your Patagonias, dare I suggest Patagonia would be somewhere near the top as the most prestigious, if you will. Or I've heard nicest. big things about the quality of Patagonia as well. Correct. Granted, I don't own one. Neither do I. Nor have I ever worn one. Neither. <laughs> nor do I actually care about Patagonia, but I've heard big things. And I feel like the whole company is a sustainable company, that sort of vibe. Yeah, zero profits or something. That's their new shtick. Uh, any of you guys vest wearers? Kush, I know you love a good gilet. Oh, I do. <laughs> Let's call it by the official name as well, by the way. I, do. I, I own a Uniqlo one and I do also own a Patagonia one. Oh, here we here go. We go. This, dare right. I suggest, is the only opinion that yes. matters <laughs> right. in the room. Uniqlo, Patagonia, head to head. Let's see. I will always pay for a Uniqlo one because... It is much cheaper and the quality is still very solid for Uniqlo. But man, the comfiness that comes from Patagonia around the arms, dude, there's just something there that just, I don't know. It's like a little cushion for yourself down there. Mm. I don't mind it, but paying 300, I don't think I could pay again for another Patagonia vest is what I'm saying. You know, I think it's a one and done purchase. I will not get another one ever again. To be fair, they should last you. Like unless well, you're doing gnarly stuff with your vest, like if you're just wearing it normally, it should last you many years. No, look, it's still lasting me, and I I can't tell the difference between how much more you know warmer is it keeping me. But I will say that Patagonia is definitely more comfortable. But do you feel comfort. like you feel? Do you feel more? I don't know, empowered when you're walking around with the Patagonia jacket? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't have such elitist views in my mindset when it comes to that. Because I have a Uniqlo puffer jacket. I don't have a vest, but yeah. I have a puffer jacket. It's fine, but it's really thin. And I think I see Patagonia, like people wearing Patagonia and it looks fluffy. It is. It, it is very, it's fluff galore, dude. And like I said, it keeps you very warm. It's comfy and it keeps you very warm. I think it's difficult because like in Australia, it's not that cold. 
Joe, it means he can get away with the unicorn. Oh, I don't know. Some winter can get pretty cold here. But I reckon if you, but like obviously not as cold as like Europe and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, not even close. So whereas if, you, if you're in those kind of countries, like for example, Canada Goose, that yeah. jacket's like a thousand, but yes. everyone has it. But I think everyone would say it's worth it because it just keeps them warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like yeah. here, it's a little bit harder to justify because it's not that cold. You're just yeah. paying for status. You are point. just paying for the name brand. It's more expensive because of sustainability. That's a fact. Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. Looked it up just then. Okay. All right. Yeah. Look, it's it's good, but I don't think I'll pay for one again. Not not because like it's sustainable or anything, just because of the price. That's it. Uh, three hundred dollars, is it? Yeah, three hundred, three fifty, somewhere around that ballpark mm. figure. I reckon for a one-off payment, it's not bad. Going off the facts, I might say this might be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Next one: buying multiple coffees in a day if you're in the office. Coffee drinkers, you two. I don't get this. I don't get paying fifteen dollars daily for coffee when, granted, I'm in an office that offers. Free coffee mm. with a barista, but still must be nice. All right. I will not be paying fifteen. I will not. I'll be paying zero dollars actually for coffee. <laughs> I'll be going upstairs, getting a coffee from the machine and the barista. That's what I'll be. But doing. what if your office doesn't offer such services? Yeah, like the majority of offices. Let's say a job. What? What? Like as <laughs> simple as let's, that. <laughs> again, let's say that's not an option. What if my only option is the good old Nescafe Blend Forty Three? I got to make myself. But like, what? This is the thing with coffee. Like, Sen, why do you drink a coffee? Do you need it to like survive the day as some people put no, it? No, I just like the taste of it. I don't, I don't get the taste of the coffee. I just think like for me, it's the one in the morning. Gives me a little bit of an energy boost. Yeah, That's about all it does. One after lunch. Beautiful. How many coffees are you drinking a day? Three. And are you buying them all? Two of them I'm buying. One I make at home. And you think it's worth it? I think it's worth it. Because uh, usually you're, the second one is free because someone's buying it for you. You know what I mean? Like you're buying the first round, someone's buying you the second round. There's rounds of coffee? Yeah. I don't know if it's free in the long term without much. <laughs> I, I might go contrarian here because, you know, the when you're in the office buying coffee, it's not only the, the product you're buying, it's the social aspect Correct. of it. It's the camaraderie you build over a coffee. I'm sure Senny is spouting absolute nonsense to his workmates over a coffee. <laughs> yeah. And if he's not buying the coffees, he doesn't get that opportunity. But you still go for the adventure anyway. If someone said, oh, I'm going to go buy a coffee, even if you don't want one, you go anyway. Yeah, 10, 15 minutes. You just so, have a walk, have a little bit of a stroll. Mm. So it's yes, you buy a coffee, but like mine, it's, it's the companionship. I, the coffee catch-ups, exactly. some might say. Networking. I agree. I think it's worth it. Really? $15 yeah. a day? Because you're not paying $15 mate. for the coffee, mate. You're paying for the connection that you build, Correct. which comes in, it pays multiple dividends later on down the line. Invaluable, some might say. $70 yeah. a week. That's right, two hundred eighty dollars a month. Get that's the okay. price out of your head, bro. That's, Don't worry about it. That's a thousand a year plus. That's mate. Trust me. There's there's like networking sessions that you'd pay for that much for a subscription. But here, you're going with your mates. You're also like spending time away from work. You're going taking some steps. A break. Yeah. yeah. You're getting paid for this little endeavor as well. By you're the way, you're actually making more money going. And buying uh, maybe not more, but all right. I'm not a coffee drinker. I recently, but and but recently started going back into the office a little bit more. But every morning I'll have a little espresso shot. I'll say I get a nice little energy kick. But it's so delightful. Just having a scroll, you know, getting away from work, having conversations that don't revolve around work, just revolve around nonsense. Like it's, all right, all right. Oh, I, think it's I think it's a good shout. Worth it. Next one, an Uber home from a night out, let's say circa $100, $150. No, but that's just because we live in the hills. Like other people, if you're in the city and they live in like the Eastern suburbs or live in, you know, Chatswood and stuff, it's I like a $30 Uber, mate. I think it's somewhere between 60 to 100. I think that's the common. Yeah, you got the surcharge, bro. Surcharge yeah. it late at night. Yeah. Even if you're nearby, it's probably like 30, 40 bucks. 30 to 50 bucks. When it normally would be 10. Yeah. For me, this depends on a lot of factors. Oh, here we go. It depends on the public transport options available at the time. It depends on the time of night. It depends on what I have the next day. 
all these things have to factor in for me to be. It's worth so you're it. doing mathematical equations. You're you're, you're you're ten beers deep. Yeah. yeah, you know you're struggling to stay alive, and you're still doing all these and you're doing equations. The and he goes X plus and Y. You do a little checklist of am I far from <laughs> yeah. the bus stop? Yeah, it's a fucking tree diagram. Twenty one kilometers. Yes, <laughs> choose your own adventure. <laughs> Turn to page thirteen. So essentially, you're saying it's no for you. It the stars have to align. Yeah, it has to you. be the vernal equinox. Really? So like it's 11 p.m. Rose, 10 beers deep. He's feeling a little groggy. 11 p.m., mate. That's- 11 p.m. is prime bus oh, time. Nice. I'm sorry. Dinner, dinner time, okay. 3 a.m. Let's say it's 3 a.m. Yeah, right? Now we're talking. Now okay. we're talking. You don't have many public transport options. Let's say you do have one, but the bus is now. Every an half, hour, hour. half hour. And it's half an hour extra travel time because the, it's the only one gone. Yeah, the metro's right. not running. Yeah, well, it's doing that quite often regularly, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, and well, well, the bus driver also doesn't have his license. Yeah, and he closes the door very fast so your bag will get stuck, okay? But I'm saying with all that in mind, are you willing to pay the $100 for an Uber back home? We've discussed this before. Time past 12 p- like twelve a.m. doesn't count. Whether it's 3 a.m. or it's 2 a.m. or it's 4 a.m., it's a, it's, it's a fugazi, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to say- <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it for me. Really? But I'm open to hear other opinions. Dude, I, I'm i a big fan. I agree. Like if it's 11 p.m., that's bus time for sure. No no doubt in my mind. But if it's like 1 a.m. and like you're zooted out of your mind, <laughs> like speak for yourself. And, you're, and the, the bus stop, you know, Wynyard wind, wind Station is like a good 20. Yeah, let's paint, a, let's paint a picture. We're at the Star Casino. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh. We've had a big, we've started at 7 p.m. We've gone for drinks 7 till 11. We've gone to a club. We've walked to a club afterwards. Yeah. After the club, we've walked to the star. <laughs> you know? I've done this night many times. <laughs> yeah, this hypothetical night. Let's factor out the money you- Because if you win at the star, I'm oh, taking it yeah. no, home. No, no, who cares Let's factor that, that out, right? right. 3 a.m. The walk from the start of the bus stop is like half an hour. Yeah, oh, PM right? And it's 3 a.m. Your feet are tired. Are you, ta- are you considering an Uber There's at no that point? There's no guarantee you're even getting a seat on the bus. <laughs> the bus runs even? every like half an hour. Close to an hour at that point. Bus that- doesn't drop you home either. You're gonna have to somehow get from, for example, Towers home. Yeah, I walk that. It's another 30 minute, 20 <laughs> minute walk. Out. So you gotta factor all those things. But then at the same time, it's 3 a.m. Time is sunk cost, apparently. <laughs> it is sunk cost. Run me through now. What's the- Am I going home with you boys? In which case I can split an Uber. That is the main yeah. question. The pool. Is it my, if it's only yeah. myself, Fuck it, I'm going to the bus stop. I'm sorry, I can't spend 120 bucks. I think I agree time. with that. I think if yeah, if you're by yourself, definitely you gotta just suck it up and go do the walk. But if you got three or four people, but it was bucks, only me and you, bro. Two people. I still, I think that's worth it. Sixty bucks each. I think that's worth, that's it. worth it. I think that's worth it. I'll say that's worth it. Maybe. I feel like we've bullied Ro into saying it's worth <laughs> no, it. No, no, it is because if you have a mate along and you can split the cost, I think that's just more fun for everyone involved. Yeah, no one in their right mind is paying 120 dollars, for example, by yourself. You do it. <laughs> like ten, you told a yeah. story like three times on the podcast. You it as well. You <laughs> said it was the, the greatest experience of your life. And then we said you were out of touch. I like, I no, le- I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I left out the part that I split it with my missus, but that. Okay. Yeah. No, unless my company's paying, for example. Yeah, you got to split it with someone. So worth it. All right. Next one. This trend, new crazy trend of acai or acai. I don't know how to say it. Acai for about eighteen dollars or sixteen dollars. What are we saying? Big worth it to me, but I don't know if I'm. In the hype, I'm in the trend of it all, dude. I'll go bi-weekly, twice what, a week. What is the taste of acai? What is it? So it's like a, it's a berry found in Brazil. Deep right? in the Amazon Deep forest. in the Amazon forest. <laughs> Can I taste that? Where they you found know? Neymar. <laughs> exactly, you know. 
It's like a bitter berry, but then the blend you get is mixed with other fruits. So it's a sweet uh, berry type taste. Okay. So I've heard it described as a superfood. It is a superfood super full of antioxidants and vitamins and minerals. Okay. What say you of the pistachio and the, you know, Biscoff. Biscoff that they chuck on top of it. That's ah, now a dessert, man. Now it's in dessert so form. Do you buy it for the taste or for the superfood element or? I buy it mainly for the taste. The attachments. <laughs> yeah, dude, the ACOG scope. No, I buy it mainly for obviously the taste. That's why I get like okay. the dessert type that has like Biscoff, pistachio, et cetera, et cetera. But it helps that it's not as unhealthy as like a mm. big Sunday or something like that of that ilk. Is it meant to be a breakfast food? Or is it at any time of the day? I so it comes seen. in two versions, basically, right? Two, oh, two main fat, um, cults, whatever. Mm. Yeah. There's a breakfast food version, right. which is mixed with like less sugar and less fruits, et cetera. Comes in like an, it's like icy sort muesli of form. Fruits. And it comes in, yeah, yeah, the granola, muesli, fruits, yeah. et cetera. And there's other ones where you get from more like dessert places. This is the more trendy one. Yeah. Comes in like soft serve, ice cream sort of fashion. Texture? Probably a bit sweeter. The texture is unbeatable, as some might say. <laughs> it's blended differently. Um, it's well. blended a bit differently. And then it comes with the Nutella, pistachio, fucking mochi, yeah. fruits, chocolates, whatever. How many asais are you doing in a week, you reckon, right now? It's like wheat picks, mate. Yeah, how many do you do? <laughs> I think I average one only. Okay. Only. But then there are weeks, two. If I'm nearby the side place, maybe three. How, have you found the best one in Sydney yet? Thirsty yes. Monkey is decent. Is I'll give you that. that good? The texture, some might say, is unbeatable. So and listeners, I, if you are unaware, there is a company called Thirsty Monkeys that have an unbelievable TikTok uh, <laughs> following and marketing campaign. And it's just basically the owner just keeps repeatedly saying the texture is unbeatable. It's not the best, but. Yeah. It's not the best, the best, but it's unbeatable. And I, I've actually, to be honest, it's worked on me. I really want to go try it, but I know you have. And yeah. you say it is actually. My good. miss is not the biggest fan of the taste of Asai, but when we went to Thirsty Monkey, she was loving it. Saying the texture is what really made it wow. different to the rest. So that's worth it. But every food truck, bro, does acai, man. Like, it's there's everywhere a now. There's a fried chicken food truck that does acai. <laughs> acai, I've seen There's that. so many of those. I and dude, dump your fried chicken in the acai. <laughs> and the line's that? at the wazoo, man. This exact. So I went to the club the other night. This exact fried chicken place <laughs> had a booth at the club. What? Which I assume is because they made so much money from acai. Whoa, wait, 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 <laughs> I'm wait, so wait, 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 yeah, I'm- No, 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 run, run this by me again. So I went to, the acai place was not at, there was no acai sold at the club. Let me okay, put that out okay. there, first of all, right? No, but I'm still- So I went to a club and you know how clubs there's tables and booths, private places that people can book at, right? Right. Yeah. And there's some clubs that have a full, you know, Thing of like, they have a sign and they have fucking the girls with like the bottles of champagne yeah, yeah, yeah. with fireworks out, whatever. So there's this one club, one table, big, one of the biggest tables at the venue. Yeah. Packed. And on the sign, it said Fried Brothers exclusive. And the right. food truck is called Fried Brothers. So they weren't selling. No, they weren't selling the anything at the club. <laughs> okay. But they've made, so, I assume they've made so much money Understood. from yes. a and fried chicken that they booked out a fucking booth at this wow. club. Okay, so we know Manu definitely worth it. What about any other thoughts here? 16 to $18 is a lot, but I've actually changed my student on acai. I don't think I've had good acai until like- Very maybe, like Literally a month ago. Yeah. Because Manu kept sending me snaps of him at acai places. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a go. It's pretty good. It, it's like, and I think I like the fact that it is healthy. Now, would I pay $16 a week for acai? No, but- for a little treat on a hot day, absolutely I, was about to say, I would. It's so worth it for a treat yourself kind of thing, but it's definitely, I don't see it worth like as a breakfast every day or even once a week, I don't see it worth it. If I could make it at home, I think it would be worth it. Yeah, but I can't do that. Mm. Speaking of current frozen trends, we also have 
Frozen Yogurt has made an absolutely unbelievable Dude, comeback. it's made an unreal comeback. A Lazarus type back from the dead um, through Yochi and Newly Frio, I think is the name of the other shop that's uh, in Sydney. What do we think? Frozen Yogurt around 8 to $15 per pop, depending on how much you fill it up. So back in the day, we had what? Our, the Yoga Berries of, yoga the, of berry. the time. You know, you'd fill it up, take a picture of it, pop a bunch of filters on and put it on the Instagram. Yeah. Everyone I'm sure has done that. Nowadays, a bit more premium, trendy, much more costly as well. So I would oh, say yeah. that's a fact to consider. Of course, you went to the newly opened Frio. You told me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my thoughts. What are your thoughts on it? Well, uh, yeah, look, Frio, it was okay. Like, it's very expensive. I think it's gotten even more premium now. But I will say a range of flavors. A range of- Their flavors, of flavors are unreal. It's like the black sesame, but it's like- truly tastes like it. It's not like yeah. if Yoga Berry were to do some flavors, they still taste like yogurt, Yeah, just I, in a frozen I format. I think that's the biggest thing. The fact that, because like back then with Yoga Berry, it was like these staple flavors. What mm. these new places are doing is like really expanding and dropping some good flavors. Like I love the fact that Yochi's like almost making it similar to gelato. Like that's their whole thing where it's mm. very akin to gelato. And Froyo is going this ham on these different types of flavors, like black sesame, Matcha. Taro, I think, is one another flavor. Japanese strawberry cheesecake, I think, was one of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's insane. But this Frio place, very expensive. It's like nearly $5 for 100 grams compared to like Yoga Bear, which is only like $2 something. And you have to pay 25 cents a cup for the, just the cup itself, The which is something that I <laughs> that- think is a bit outraged. Should, that should be factored in the per 100 gram yeah. cost. So does what? that mean you can BYO cup? Yeah, bring your Frank Green cup. Put my hands out there. <laughs> that is a rule. Actually, seriously. Yeah. What, 25 cents? Who cares? No, but it's the principle no. of, your, it's, I'm paying by weight. Why am I paying additional? That's a bit cool, yeah. Should I not put my spoon in yet before I get charged or some shit? That's crazy. I'll say that I initially, when Yoga Berry first came out, I hated it. I despised frozen yogurt. But with the advent of your Yochis and your Frios, I think it's worth it. I genuinely enjoy and look forward to a Froyo these days. I feel like you were an early adopter of the Yochi. Yeah, mate, Yochi oh. opened up. My housemate at the time who lived with me loved Yochi. I tried it and I was like, this is just unbelievable. Taste is unbeatable. Ah. Texture too. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then the, the topping, the range of toppings also expanded. Yeah. So you're not limited to just fruit and a bit of popping pearls. Yochi, for example, millions of like, you know, the dessert brownie, mm. Chocolate type vibes. Know, cookie dough, Biscoff sauce. They got all this shit now on top of it. And mm. they've also got the fruits and staples still there. It's the expansiveness now that's come with Froyo that's really made it worth it, I think. But am I getting it every time I go out? No, nah, that's not the question. Yeah. yeah. The question. If you're throwing up desserts, let's say, you know, you've had, a, you've had a nice dinner dude. with your mates or your family or whatever. I think when you look onto desserts, Froyo. I feel like it's also cheaper than other dessert options. Cause like Yochi, you can get a, like a decently sized amount for like 10, $11, yeah. like fresh yogurt, good toppings. What more do you want? I would, you know what? This is worth it. Froyo. Very worth it. Some yeah. might say. All right. And the final one for today, boys, Manscaped. Is it worth it? Wow. Of all things on the list might be the most worth it of them all. I gotta say boys, you're, Manscaped for me is the most worth it. Full price right now. You take 20% off that. What do you get? You get potentially maybe the most worth it on this list. I agree. Because pound for pound, it's already the most worth it. Mm. Yeah. And now you're taking 20% off and the free price shipping. and free shipping. Don't forget that. Yeah. But like, forget the price, man. Let's talk a little bit about the product. Oh, please. Know? Yeah. The quality. The 5.0s, the beer trimmers, you know, mm. the boxes. We, 
always mention the boxes, but the quality is outstanding for all three products. So if you're always talking about, is it worth it? I think the two top of mind things are always quality and price. Yeah. Mm. And you got extremely good quality and the price worth it, but it's even more worth it because we're giving you 20% off. 20% off? 20% off. And Ro, how do we get, how do the listeners get 20% off? Oh, it's so easy. And they make it just so simple for you as well, right? You go to manscaped.com. You, you check out. At the checkout, there's a little promo code section. Don't miss that. Because if you even put the code TCB three letters, you get 20% off and free shipping. Support us, support the boys, get yourself some Manscaped gear, worth it. Alrighty, that brings us to the end of another magnificent episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know if you think those things were worth it or not. Otherwise, please buy some Manscaped. You can check out our full episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find our full episodes on YouTube if you want a visual experience. Or if you just want the clips, please follow us on TikTok and Instagram and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.